If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today, we are talking to myself. Um, It's another solo episode. It's Sunday, and I just, you know, was in the mood to chit-chat, so here I am, hopping on, doing a little solo episode, and today I wanted to talk about kind of how to find other interests outside of running. This is something, honestly, I hadn't really explored that much until after I graduated from college. I didn't really have the time to do it otherwise. I was so engulfed in you know, just my like friendships and running that it really like took over my life, which was totally fine. And honestly, I loved it. Like running was my life. And then I hung out with my friends outside of running and then, you know, ate, slept, ran, hung out with friends. And that was basically my life for forever. (laughs) I honestly like never really had the time to try anything else out or really figure out what else I like to do other than run and eat and sleep and hang out with friends. Leaving college definitely made me, forced me to figure out what I want to do otherwise, whether it be like a career path I wanted to take because I felt like the world was my oyster. I mean, I majored in business, so I could pretty much do like anything I really wanted with that. And also right after graduating college, I kind of was already making a little bit of money off of my own social media stuff, which was weird. And I never thought that that was going to happen. So I had a little bit more flexibility in terms of like timeline and kind of what I was going to do. I had a bit of autonomy in terms of finances. So that was pretty nice, but let's take it, let's take it way, way, way back. So basically when I was younger, my life was school and sports. I did not do anything else. I went to the movies maybe, uh, but other than that, school and sports ruled my life. When I was younger, I did t-ball way back in the day. Then we've got, you know, I tried basketball once. I tried volleyball. I was really bad. Um, And then I also did some youth triathlons way back in the day, which I was pretty good at, but the bike always really made me nervous. So I never really excelled at them. And then swimming and running obviously took off and that just became my life. Then when I got into middle school, I, you know, running was still basically my life. At that point, I had quit swimming and My life was running and school, and I started to make friends not on the cross-country team. So middle school was really when I first had friends that had other interests than me. Honestly, I thought that was really, really great, and that kind of led me into high school. Actually, most of my middle school friends went to different high school than me. So in high school, I made a group of friends in my PE class, super random, but kind of from all walks of life, none of them runners. And that kind of blossomed into, by my junior year, I had this massive friend group where basically none of them were on the cross-country team. Everyone had very, very different interests. I would say we weren't like the popular group at all. Like we didn't really party or anything in high school. We were more just like, we were like, like not nerdy, but everyone had like something going for them, you know? Like a lot of my friends went to 
Ivy League schools and not trying not trying to flex about my friends, but a lot of them were very driven and had interests, but they weren't running. So having a group of friends that didn't run in high school really helped me keep a good head on my shoulders because it distracted me from running, which may sound like a bad thing, but I think when you're growing up, it's really important to not have running be your entire life and consume your thoughts. Um, I think that's something down the road you can have more so, like running take over your life. But for me in high school, I found it was really, really beneficial to, you know, I like I would hang out with my friends almost every single day. And especially on the weekends, you know, we would like go over to my friend's house, where we would all hang out, like watch movies until like two in the morning. And I go home, go to bed and I got all my training in and everything, but I wasn't, I like never really thought of, like, I never really overthought about running. And I think that also helped me not overtrain in high school. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't doing double days. I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was just doing my normal mileage, like 40 miles a week and eating a bunch of candy and just hanging out with my friends, you know, and that was basically my life. And I think in high school, I kind of like kind of started narrowing down a little bit of what my passions were. So obviously running was a big part of my life. I love, I knew I really thrive like in social atmospheres. And I think I've really also come to learn that after college, like I need to have a good group of friends to keep myself sane. And that's something I'm going to prioritize from now on because the first two years, I would say after college have been really, really difficult just because I didn't have that friend group. And I found myself really, really struggling with that. So that's something I honestly, I should have taken more note of. I think I kind of ex- excused that after college. I was like, oh, I'm like an individual person. You know, I, I can thrive by myself. And yes, I, I am pretty individually motivated, but I really, really need to have like that group of friends to keep myself sane <laughs> and also not have them be all like super competitive runners because I like to have a wide variety of friends that don't necessarily have the exact same lifestyle as like I used to or I do, you know. A lot of my friends right now are still runners, but a lot of them are like me. Like they ran in college and now they just kind of do it for fun or maybe they're not even training for anything. They just go out and run. Some of them are like training, but it's just, it's a lot more low key, which I find is really helpful. Like I don't think I can surround myself again with like a giant group of like super competitive runners. I think I've I really enjoyed that in college and I think it helped me thrive as a runner. But now in like my, you know, young adult, more working life. I like to have more of a balance like I did in high school. And anyways, bringing it back to high school. So that's also when I learned I needed to have a good social life to thrive and like feel good and feel happy. And I also learned that I love food. You know, I've always loved food, but I think in high school it really, you know, nailed down that I really, really like food. And I, I have like a unusual passion for it. I just, it's one of life's greatest pleasures in my opinion. And I've always had that mindset. So like, I wasn't doing food Instagram in high school. Like Instagram barely even existed, but I think just kind of in the back of my head, like I always knew I love food. It's something I've always had a passion for. Other than that, didn't really dabble in anything else. Again, just a lot of running, friends, and school and eating. So that was basically my life in high school. Then college. College came. College <laughs> College was a lot about running. The social life definitely went out the window a bit, I would say. You know, didn't have the biggest group of friends. Had a few people on the team, you know, that I was close with. But the big group of friends that weren't runners, 
are completely gone. I don't have basically all my friends are runners, um, which I really liked, especially for like a running environment. I think it's good just to have people that have the same exact goal as you. Do I wish I kind of went out of my way to make friends that weren't runners? Yes. I think that would have helped with my sanity a little bit just because that's what I was used to growing up. And I think just not thinking about running all the time helps me be a better runner. Um, just not overthinking things like when I'm just in that running environment, I just overthink running a little bit too much. So having that group of friends, I think would have been a little bit more helpful to me in college, but it was a little bit hard just because running kind of consumed me. I mean, I guess that's what you get when you go to a big program and you're competing, you're competing and traveling year round. You know, you don't really have a lot of the time to like have a social life and make a bunch of friends outside of running when you know, you go to practice, you go to class, and then you go home and you live with all your teammates, and then you go to bed, and then you travel, and then you repeat. On the other hand, I had a lot of time to myself, and college is really where I figured out that I can like thrive as an individual. I think I was always so reliant on like having a group of people, but college has made me kind of like a more indi- individually motivated person, and I can get things done on my own. And I guess that's kind of like where the entrepreneurial spirit in me came out. You know, I'm self-employed now. So I credit a lot of that to my college experience and just kind of being able to figure things out on my own. And with that being said, a lot, I had a lot of extra time to think about things. So one of them being food. Um, Obviously, my love for food did not go away in college. It really thrived. And I found time to, you know, learn how to cook. I lived in an apartment with my teammates a lot of the time or a house. And I just I cooked all my own meals. I never had a meal plan at Oregon. And yeah, it, it really helped me explore like what I like in terms of food. And that's also when I started my food Instagram. And I never had the intention of it like going viral or this ever being my job. That was never in my wheelhouse. Like I didn't even know you could really do that. Same with the YouTube channel. I literally started my YouTube channel because I was so bored in Eugene one summer and I just didn't know what to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to entertain myself. I'm going to film myself for a day. Again, had no idea that it would eventually turn into something that made a profit um, or I could like make a whole career out of. I think the biggest thing for me is in college, just acting on things that I somewhat had an interest in because I think college for me, it was a lot about running, but I needed like, especially like going into my senior year, I just needed to kind of like diversify what my interests were because I knew I was going to be graduating and I was going to go into a career. And I, at this time, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was majoring in business and I had had an internship at RunGum one summer doing PR. I wasn't, I didn't really know much about PR. Um, But, you know, I took the internship. I just took the opportunities where they came, I guess, is the biggest, biggest takeaway from college. I just kind of like acted on every opportunity or any kind of interests I had in my mind. And that's where One Crazed Foodie started. So I started that junior year randomly and just started posting on that. And then one summer going into my senior year, I was like, I'm going to try to post on this every day and see where it goes. And I just started posting every single day. And ever since then, since 2017, I've tried to post every single day on One Crazed Foodie. So now it's grown to where it is today, which has been really fun. And then same with the YouTube channel. I mean, obviously I'm not posting every day, but just acting on something that I had an interest in. I knew I liked to watch YouTube videos. Did I ever see myself getting in front of the camera and talking about my life? No. 
but I was bored one day and I decided to do it and look at what it has turned into. I mean, I never would have expected it, but it was just acting on something that I somewhat had an interest in rather than just like thinking about, oh no, like, what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm doing. Um, just doing anything, honestly, just doing something that you have an interest in is better than doing nothing and having a bunch of what ifs. So that was kind of the summary of college for me. Then after college, I just kind of, that was like the start of figuring out where my other interests were. I was a little bit burned out of running. So I knew I wasn't going to pursue professional running. That was never really a goal of mine. So I knew I had to diversify and figure out what else I was interested in. And I'm still figuring it out. I mean, I'm only 23. I'm two years out of college and I'm still figuring out what my, you know, general interests are. Now my food Instagram and my YouTube are basically my full-time job. For those asking, that's basically where I make my full-time income off of. I have um, other forms of income too, but those are like my two main ones. Now that it's kind of crazy that that's turned into my job, but it just shows like acting on kind of like what you're interested in. You never know where it can take you. I talked a little bit about this in I think my first episode on this podcast, but it's just finding like your new interests outside of running. It's a lot of just acting on what you might be interested in. It doesn't mean that you have to stick with it. You're not a failure if you decide you don't want to do it anymore, but you know, it doesn't even have, it doesn't have to be like athletic related either. That's what I've come to learn is like, I think I just wanted some other form of like sport and it doesn't necessarily have to be that, you know, I never really spent that much time reading and I definitely read a lot more than I used to now. And in terms of sports, I've tried anything from lifting. I tried CrossFit for a little bit. I've tried marathon training. I've, I've tried a wide variety of stuff and I'm still figuring out what I'm interested in and triathlon is definitely something I'm going to pursue. So it's just, it's just finding little things, you know, just trying out, taking opportunities where they come, not overthinking it, not putting pressure on yourself to be super good at like every single thing that you do. It's okay if you fail. Like CrossFit for me was an absolute fail. I would say coming from someone that's never done a pull-up those workouts were some of the hardest workouts I've ever done. And I just, I don't have enough upper body strength right now to be able to succeed in CrossFit. I mean, anyone can do CrossFit. Like you can go start wherever, but I, the CrossFit was just not my thing at the moment. So it's okay if you fail. It's okay if you try something once or twice and you say no, but at least you got out there and tried it. Yeah. I don't really know what this episode was about, but I just kind of want to encourage people to Find other interests outside of running and not that you necessarily have to distract yourself from running, but it's always nice to just not have your entire thoughts be consumed with the sport because that's where things can start going down a rough patch. And when you find like your entire emotional like state is attached to running, it can be really, really difficult when things aren't going that well or say you get injured or say your entire season gets canceled So I think just, you know, trying out new things, seeing what else you like outside of running, taking opportunities as they come. And if you're in college, like taking internship opportunities, I know a lot of people, you know, they want to run full time, you know, all throughout the summer, they don't really want any distractions, but I cannot emphasize how important it is to like focus on other things, especially during the summer in terms of like work wise, like work on something over the summer. It doesn't really matter what grade you're in. I think even if you're a freshman, like just kind of having something that you're working towards outside of running is really, really important just to kind of build on your future. Like I'm super glad I took the opportunity to intern at RunGum. Like I didn't know if PR was something I wanted to go into, 
But I think by like taking that internship opportunity, it actually really, really helped me for my future to kind of understand the brand side of PR and the communications. And that's something I didn't really know. And it's really helped me in my job now, like being on the other side of it, I guess being the more influencer side thing. So I just never, I never would have like known that. And I think it really helped build my experience. And I'm really, really glad I did that. Even though I was running full time, it was really, really helpful. So if you're in college and even if you're an elite runner, doing something outside of running over the summer, really, really important to help build towards your future because you never know what's going to happen. And it's nice to have something to fall back on if, you know, running's not going your way and you never know what you can get out of the experience and putting time into like that work is, it's not going to be a waste of time. You know, you can all, there's always time to run in the day. You don't need to focus just on running. You can squeeze in some work time too, especially when you're young. So take advantage of that. And I'm really glad that I did. So yeah, this is just a short little solo episode. I don't really know what I'm getting at here, but I appreciate if you guys listen to this. I hope everyone is having a good, you know, August. It's been pretty crazy and it's cliche, but I hope everyone's staying safe and healthy out there. It's a wild 2020 we are living in. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this podcast. It means the world to me. Again, this is something that I'm just trying out because I'm interested in it. And I'm glad that you guys are liking it as well. You know what? Maybe you are interested in podcasts. Why not start your own? Just you only live once, just do it, you know? (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Combos Over Cold Brew. Big shout out to Gabrielle S. for supporting the podcast. If you guys love the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you supported through the Anchor platform. The link is in the show notes and it's just a monthly donation. You can choose like 99 cents. I think it's $4.99 and $9.99. It just helps me grow the podcast and continue to make episodes for you guys. It truly means the world to me. And if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, it helps me out so, so, so much if you rate and review the podcast. I love hearing your guys' feedback. And by rating the podcast, it helps grow it organically. So that would mean so much to me if you took the time to do that. New episode this Thursday. I'm really excited for this one. And I hope you guys listen to it and enjoy it. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. And I will hear from you guys in the next one. Peace out, fellas. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.